maybe if I play the Welcome to Blog Talk Radio. <laughs> oh, I high forgot fidelity. it's high fidelity. It's high fidelity. I don't know how to make the music stop. There we go. Right? There we go. Okay. So, hey, everybody. Uh, QBO Show. It is um, Thursday, June 15th, 2017. Uh, we have a pretty great guest I'm actually really excited about because this is one of my uh, favorite apps uh, that I learned about a couple oh, a while ago. Uh, so, we have um, Jonathan Fishman from leanlaw.co. There's no M on the end of that. And it's a really great app that works with QBO. We'll get him on in just a minute. I can see him waiting uh, in the queue. But I just want to introduce myself for those of you who are new listeners. I'm Stacey Kildoff. And uh, the show is, as it has been for a while, sponsored entirely by Stacey K Academy, which our new session, uh, the next round starts July 20th. Registration is open, so you can go to StaceyKAcademy.com as well as Kildoff Services. Um, Woody is out today. He's there moving into a new house. Uh, him and Nicola and the kids are moving. And um, our guest host, is Richard Rosa. Richard, how are you today? Hey, Stacy, I'm doing fantastic. Just recovering from scaling new heights. Yes, it uh, it wasn't a crazy one. There wasn't a lot of after conference activity. But I feel like the older I'm getting, the longer it takes to kind of recover from those events. I said the same thing to somebody this morning. I was just I'm I'm literally just starting to get my brain back. And I don't know why, because it truly, there wasn't a lot of late night activity going on this year. So, yeah. That's uh, because we're I old. I guess I'm just, I'm just going to say, because yeah. it's, it's, we're old. So, I'm going to go ahead and bring Jonathan on, um, if my computer will work. Jonathan, is that you? Are you there? I am here. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Thank you for joining us on this wonderful Thursday afternoon. Um, if you wouldn't mind, could you introduce yourself to our audience? Sure. My name is Jonathan Fishman, and I'm a founder and uh, chief service officer for Lean Law. Um, we're for I'll get into what Lean Law is a little later, but my background has been helping uh, small to medium-sized businesses function better through understanding how to use their technology. So I'm the kind of person that bridges the gap between how to do things and how technology can facilitate that. Nice. So we'll dive right into it. So I found out about Wayne Law, I think about, I think it was last year, um, because I was looking for a solution that worked with QuickBooks. Well, I'm just going to ask you, why don't you tell our audience, what is Lean Law? So uh, Lean Law is a software company. And right now, our, you know, our, our, the bigger macro picture is to help professional services companies oper more, operate more efficiently. Our current focus is the legal community and hence lean law. So we, our first workflow, so we think, we're, we think in the context of workflows, and the first workflow that we're creating enhancements around is from timekeeping all the way to invoicing and invoice distribution. Um, so we have softwares that we sell as a software as a service to law firms from solos to larger firms that are is all about how do we get the time into the system, how do we get through the invoice and pre-bill to, you know, distributing that invoice to the client, uh, 
and through that whole process. Sounds good. Oh, and my co-host is um, Woody is normally my co-host, Woody Adams, and he is uh, out today. And we have a couple of people that regularly kind of fill in when one of us can't be here. And Richard Ropa is my co-host tonight. So he's going to, I know he has a lot of questions as well that he wants to ask. So uh, Richard, yeah. I know you hey, had one, one note. that you were interested. One note, one note, Richard, it's, um, I can speak for myself that when I come back from conferences, it's not about how much, you know, late night activity. It's just that I'm older. So it takes me a few more minutes <laughs> to catch my breath. So I don't know. I don't know you well enough, but that's my experience when I come back from shows is that. It um, is because we're be the consistent theme. Yeah. I'm, and I'm probably the oldest of the three of us. So yeah. All right. I don't, I don't know. I'm 50, so I don't know if you're older than me, but they, uh, I remember in the younger days going to, you know, CES and E3 and, and and getting into all the shenanigans that shows could do, and now I'm like, oh, it's 9:30. I'm ready to go to bed. You know. So yeah, that's that's, that's that. kind of where I am. Well, I'm I, so I'm just gonna have to ask what month you were born in, Jonathan. I am November 18th, 1967. I'm a Scorpio. I am older. <laughs> Good. I'm not the oldest. <laughs> I I am older by a month. So I'm just no. just putting it out there. Um, yeah, all right. So, um, I, you know, my, my first question, how did lean law get started? It's very, very niched. I want to hear a little bit about you, about the background. You know, our, our CEO and my co-founder Gary Allen has been a practicing attorney since 19, I don't know what it is, 30 years. And you know, he worked in a, a, a smaller, but larger firm, meaning there's about 35 practicing attorneys. And he had always had this just painful relationship to tracking time and getting his invoicing. And he had tried some false starts um, earlier about creating a software company. And he then, you know, about three years ago, really started working full force. I had another company that I was more in the small business consulting space. And we came together in July of, really started in July of 2014. And it was clear to us that, focusing on one niche market legal um, was the right starting place because we both dove deep into invoicing and timekeeping workflows and, and focus is liberating. You know, it surprised me, but by just focusing on law firms, it really allowed us to just understand all of the nuances of what is happening and, and then how our software could, you know, resolve some of those issues. So Gary was the lawyer and he brought me into law and both of us really love the idea of taking these really, gosh, these firms that struggle with, with the most fundamental thing they need to do, which is track time and produce an invoice and help them fix that workflow. And, and that makes, that makes complete sense. Now, what in, in the legal world, obviously there's uh, huge firms and there's solopreneurs everything in between what what yeah. type and size of firm is is the target market for lean law you know we so we are 100% focused into the smaller law firm space and that can be anywhere from typically 15 attorneys in in smaller um so we have you know clients that are solos and we have clients that have you know multiple partners what we found is that you know really our sweet spot tends to be about 5 to 7 attorneys and we're growing. And, and what I mean by that is we purposely are focused in, in the smaller space to start so that we can learn um, and, and understand it. And we'll move upwards into a more enterprisey kind of offering as time moves forward. Right. So I have a question. Um, one of the reasons why I found you is because I was looking 
um, for a better way to manage trust accounts, manage the IOLTA accounts for our legal clients. Um, what I'm wondering, and I know our audience, because our audience is mostly accounting professionals, and they're always looking for a really good kind of niche market, niche app like this, something that's very industry-specific. What is the typical workflow with between Lila? And I know you integrate with QDO, and we'll get into that sync in a little bit, but what is the typical workflow with Lean Law and QuickBooks Online look like? Well, okay, so let's break that out because you, you kind of spoke to trust and we can put trust in a bucket. That's its own beast in managing. So when we looked at the marketplace and looked at where we wanted to be, what we saw was a lot of people that created a set of data in their app and then tried to sync that data with QuickBooks, whether desktop or online. And that tended to be problematic. So we said, you know what, we want to just essentially use QuickBooks because we think it's a really great app, but we want to overcome the inefficiencies of it. And specifically that's timekeeping, the professional timekeeping, especially legal focused timekeeping in QuickBooks is no fun. Uh, trust accounting, which you touched upon. Um, and then the sort of pre-bill workflow, the idea that, hey, maybe there's a clerk that produces an invoice, some principal attorney or someone needs to review that invoice to approve it and be notified that it's approved, and then that invoice needs to then be distributed. So in lean law, we're handling the timekeeping, the pre-bill, um, some of the trust activity. I'll get into some of the specifics of what we do with trust, um, and the initial client setup. And we don't really believe in the word sync. We have a continuous real-time communication. So when we look at a certain balance of a client's open invoice, we're reading that in real time from QuickBooks. So I'm really like the big no sync. Like there's, you won't see the word sync anywhere in our application because I just we're not syncing. We're continuously in real time via their API communicating with QuickBooks Online. So the idea is that we extend the functionality of QBO and that at the end of the day, your source of truth is QBO. So if you want to run a P&L, a balance sheet, any other reporting instrument, your data is whole. Because that's, that's, this isn't just legal. You go to all the professional services organizations that are out there and they're all doing some type of paper or third-party tool to try to get their invoices out. And I know all of you bookkeepers and accountants out there struggle because you're doing all the manual work to reconcile the two platforms. We know that to be true, and we wanted to fix that. So, so um, Jonathan, I want to go back to Stacey's question, and really I want to hear how the workflow works. What does it look like? Okay. So let's just start with the basic idea. Um, a, attorney onboards a client, which means that they have a typically initial engagement. They collect some data. That attorney, or they'll hand that data off to some type of clerk, will create the client and what we call a matter or a case. And that's where you enter the basics of, you know, who's getting billed, what's the name of the matter. You add users to that matter in your firm. So the idea that, you know, the three of us might have, need to collaborate and add time to that particular client and matter. You then use one of three different tools to track time. Um, you could use a desktop application that we have that's Mac and PC compatible. You can use a website that we have, leanlaw.co. It's actually myleanlaw.co. Um, or you can use a mobile phone, iPhone or Android. And you go about your day and you track time. Now, we also support hourly, so a lot of attorneys go hourly, or flat fee or fixed fee rates. And so when we're doing the fixed fee or flat fee rate, 
we do a hybrid there, which is kind of neat. You can um, certainly track time against the fixed fee, so you can quantify how much effort you put into that. Or you can do a hybrid, which means, hey, something's out of the scope of what we agreed to, so I'm going to charge you the X flat fee plus the billable. So time is tracked in Lock. And then at some point, typically at the end of the month or whenever you run your billing cycle, you go into a billing workflow inside of Lean Law where you start with ready to bill, which means here's all the things that are ready to bill. And you produce what we call a draft invoice, but other firms call them pre-bills. Now, those pre-bills or drafts can be either printed for sort of folks who like to still touch paper, or they can electronically be reviewed by a principal attorney. Once they're reviewed and approved, they are, you get a, the, the person who's managing the billing will get a notification. They can then process those. What I mean by process is we take that draft bill and we send it over to QVO as a live invoice. So it's a finished, completed invoice in, lean law, or in QVO. Um, that's the handoff. Once it's in QVO, that attorney or whoever has the rights to see it will see the status of that invoice as an open invoice. That's how we're leveraging that API. And if it gets paid, they'll see it as paid. Um, so we're taking some of that data that's in QVO and we're passing it over um, into lean law so that there's visibility to the stakeholder that needs the information. So again, time, pre-bill lean law, invoicing is passed over to QuickBooks to be distributed to the client. And, and, and then there's some intricacies as, as it relates to trust that we can get into a little later. Sounds, well, and that's what I wanted to ask is, um, how does it manage the trust account? That's okay, so let's walk through. Is, yeah, so yeah. Let's, let's talk about that. So when you initially set up Lean Law, you're setting up uh, four or five touch points to QuickBooks Online. Um, we use the product and service for the revenue side, and it can be whatever product and service in, in QuickBooks Online that you designate. Uh, for reimbursable expenses, we designate an, a reimbursable expense product and service. So those are two touch points via the product and services within QBO. Then on trust, we look at three touch points. We identify what your operating account is, what your trust bank account is, and what your trust liability account. So for the asset side of the trust, obviously it's a bank account, but we need to offset that with a liability. And this is fundamentally where most small law firms fail is that they don't have a good ledger for their liability. If the client doesn't have a liability for the trust ledger, Lean Law will, will create it. And then every time you create a client matter that has trust, meaning you've made a deposit to trust, we will then track that ledger. Like, let's just say it's a deposit. We'll track that deposit by increasing either undeposited funds or increasing the um, actual bank account, depending on what the client chooses. And of course, increasing the liability. So we have a function inside of Lean Law using those touch points I just described that as you deposit in trust, Lean Law sends a macro of accounting instructions, instructions over to QBO. What's cool about this is that Lean Law doesn't care if you, the accounting world, wants to do this manually. We put the functions into Lean Law because we know there's a lot of folks who don't have the accounting skills to actually properly do a trust deposit and or pay an invoice from trust. So step one, we created a client in Lean Law. Step two, we've made a deposit because there's a trust retainer in hand. So we have that you know X amount of dollars. We then go through that workflow that I just described and we produce an invoice. Now we have a live invoice in 
in QBO that has an accounts receivable. We then have a function inside of lien law that says pay invoice from trust. And when we pay that invoice from trust, we send out a series of macros so that we reduce the accounts receivable. We move, we, incre we decrease the liability on the ledger. We either, we typically remove the money out of trust and move it into operating. So we're handing a series of instructions to help facilitate that transaction. And again, you don't have to use lien law's tool. Lien law will read if that invoice gets paid by trust if you did it all manual. We just put the function in again because there's a slew of folks that, that don't know um, how to do that from an accounting standpoint. So right, so you're that, yeah. And, so like, and, uh, and we, well, what I was gonna say is, by people you mean not mostly our audience. We're talking about yeah, <laughs> exactly, they exactly. Started their, but yeah, I just want to kind of call that out. We'll uh, I'll be getting a well, lot of emails uh, later about that if we don't clarify. Um, one well, other and I, question, I, didn't, I, I don't. Oh, go ahead. I did, well, make, can I make one point? I didn't mean to infer that you, I, I know your audience knows how to do this, but we have a lot of folks that choose not to put proper consultants around their businesses unless we created it. But the second reason we created it and what we found is that it's very helpful is that the bookkeeping and accounting folks creating the proper agreed upon workflows. So if we're handling a retainer payment, this is how we do it. If we're handling a paying a an invoice from trust, this is how we do it. And so meanwhile, putting that tool in place becomes a vehicle or an instrument to help create that workflow, or you don't need to use that workflow. But what we found most important is that we need to make sure that everyone knows what how to handle the scenario um, to not have people sort of you know doing one-offs. Right. So I know okay. Richard has a couple questions that he wanted to ask. Yep, I do. I So I was poking around on your website, Jonathan. I, I see that you integrate with the Intuit Payment Network. That's, that's you know, a, a great thing. Can you tell us how you actually integrate with the with the payment network? And well, there's there's a second part to that question. What other apps do you sync with, you know, like Slack, G Suite, et cetera? So to answer your first question, you know, we're big fans of the Intuit Payment Network because, again, it's about sort of our core mission to help, you know, law firms become more efficient, and collections is a big piece of it. Um, we, When we say we integrate it, what we're saying is that because that invoice is in QBO, we really encourage and teach and advocate the use of the Intuit Payment Network. So when that invoice goes over to QuickBooks, that's when we we help our clients leverage the Intuit Payment Network to get collected. There are, I mean, I will be frank, there are limitations to the Intuit Payment Network as it relates to law and specifically receiving trust payments. So there's another vendor out there that, that we're in very, 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 very early discussions of supporting, an entity called LawPay, which they handle one piece of the overall collections um, better than everyone else, which is trust payments, because there's a slew of particulars in the legal industry of how attorneys can receive trust and LaPay really knows their stuff there and mean, meaning how can they get retainer payments for trust because there's that's a very particular area so to answer your second question um, we well there's we support Office 365 and, and G Suite for authentication um, we're in the early stages we initially wrote some pretty extensive um, software uh, um, integrations into G apps, 
that even snuck into a little bit of practice management. We were looking sort of at the digital footprint. And as we move forward as a company, you're going to see more of those integrations happening. But right now, our fundamental focus is really leveraging QuickBooks and, and the lean law relationship. So we don't, we certainly don't have Slack integration, although we, we use it, we like it. We just haven't really understood how a small law firm would use it, especially as it relates to invoicing and workflow. Awesome. Uh, so I have two questions for you. They're just kind of fun questions. Uh, one is, what is one feature of WinLaw that your attorneys love? And then what is one that the accounting professionals happen to really like lots? Well, repeat the second part of that. And if you don't one know, was the I mean, attorney's yeah, like. If you, yeah. No, go ahead. Go ahead. What's the one? Go ahead. The, the, what was the second question? What What is another feature that account, maybe a different feature or maybe the same one, but what's one feature that your attorneys, your, your legal users really like, and what is one that your, the accounting professionals that support them really like? Um, okay, so number one feature that people get really jazzed about is that when they look at a pre-bill, so one of the things that attorney is trying to figure out when they look at a pre-bill or a draft invoice is, What's the financial status of that particular client matter? So in our pre-bill, we're queuing up a little spot that says, what's, you know, here's the invoice total, here's the client balance, the AR balance for the client, here's the AR balance for the matter, because it could be multiple matters for the client, and here's the trust balance. So that the client, so that, that attorney can look at that invoice and say, okay, here's where we stand financially, now I'm going to build them more money because every invoice that they look at, there's a story in their head about their relationship with that client, what they're billing in this moment, what they feel is right to bill in that moment. So they get really jazzed by taking that data and putting it in. The second feature that both the accounting folks like, the clients like, and the attorneys like is that when there is a trust uh, balance in play, and that the attorney is going to be paying that invoice from trust. Lean Law, in an automated fashion, inserts a memo into the notes, into the memo section of the invoice that says, hey, here's your trust balance. Here's the balance of this invoice. Here's your trust balance post this invoice. So when they pay that invoice for trust, that note is really transparent to the end user and to the firm and communicating, this is where we stand with trust. People get really excited with that feature because it cleans up a really messy area of trying to manage, okay, what's the balance of the client and how do we communicate it? And we have to manually type it and figure it out for every client, that kind of thing. So those are two really fun features that, fun features, I mean, they're two really groovy features that, um, that we've used leveraging the API and the connection to QBO is in the workflow. Excellent, excellent. That's so perfect. let's let's talk for for just a moment, Jonathan, about onboarding. Do you guys assist in onboarding? Do you have training, support? Yeah. Let's so talk about the additional services for folks. Yeah, we're really vigilant about helping our users get on onboarded, and and there's kind of two scenarios. Um, Typically, you know, there's those users that already have QBO or starting a firm, and, and typically in one to two sessions, we and it's all complimentary. 
we get them onboarded in terms of setting up lean law and we're really creating a workflow. I mean, we're not just creating, here's how you're going to create invoices. I mean, it's a really soup to nuts from the time tracking all the way to invoice dissemination. We get knee deep into, you know, helping people with their invoice format and setting up those products and services and getting in, getting QBO turned, uh, tuned to work for them. The second type of onboarding tends to be a little bit more complicated and it's those folks coming from some older system and the, the main one is an entity called Time Slips, which Time Slips is a really well-known industry tool in the legal space that does timekeeping and invoicing and it's this whole separate tool that, but it doesn't have a full accounting package. So then there's this sort of work that folks do to, to manually migrate data on a monthly basis um, to manage that. So there's there's some migration that happens as it relates to time slips. And there's some articles that we have on, and, and we've taken really um, assertive roles in it and more hands back, helping them guide them through it, um, that that migration. But we're really vigilant about um, helping our customers. We kind of take the, our cues from Zappos in terms of wowing our customers with our customer service. And that's the culture of our customer service. We. We've studied them. We've we've we love what Zappos did, and and that's sort of our mentor as to how we see ourselves and aspire to be. Nice. So uh, I know as accounting professionals, uh, they're going to want to know what does it cost. Oh sure. So we're about candidly we're gonna we're there we have a very short window here that we're we're getting close to raising our prices. We had a few. Um, we were we kind of knew we were a little bit lower. So right now the price is nineteen dollars per month if you pay annually per timekeeper. So that's two twenty eight a year, or twenty four dollars a month, month to month. Um, we do not charge for accountants. We do not charge for you know administrative folks using the tool. It's really for those timekeepers that are producing revenue for the firm. You will see in the next two to three weeks a price increase go up. Um, probably you know probably four to six dollars um, a month on the timekeeping because we just we sort of added a bunch of stuff and knew that we we're headed that direction so there is a window to get lean law and secure lower pricing right now nice. excellent excellent so um, one last question from me will we be seeing you at QuickBooks Connect Yes, yes. We we were just trying to we were just talking about that yesterday, and we were trying to figure out how we were going to get our foosball table into our booth. Uh, we're really we have we're crazy for foosball in this company, and we're thinking you know if anyone could beat us at foosball, we'd give them a lifetime subscription to Lean Law. So yes, we'll be at QuickBooks Connect, and we're also in the um, QuickBooks competition. Uh, we're number we're I think we're number two right now in their their I forgot what they call the competition, but that hundred thousand dollars they give out to new apps. So um that's something that we really would love to win. We think we're we really think we're unique. We took a, a you know from an intuit standpoint, we we took a very unique approach as it relates to the legal community, uh legal software community, and that we said we believe that all your data should live in QuickBooks. We just wanted to fill the gaps where QuickBooks failed for legal. And you'll see us right. moving down the road in the months to come in doing the same thing for accountants and engineers and other professional service entities. I mean, we, we know that we'll scale up. And we actually have a few non-legal customers on our platform because they like what we did uh, so much. They said, you know, we don't care that it we, – we have, we have a way to make it so it doesn't seem so legal-focused. Nice. Um, how do our listeners sign up? Um, they can simply go to um, myleanlaw. 
uh, .co, M-Y-L-E-A-N-L-A-W dot C-O backslash register, or just hit our site and say, hey, Fishman, I want to register, and I'll get it, and I'll register them. Nice. And there's awesome. a there's well, a fourteen there's a fourteen day trial, and we can extend that if people need you know need it longer. Happy to help anyone you know work through onboarding. Yeah, and that's why I found is you guys were really helpful. I know I was testing it out last year and checking it out, and you guys were more than willing to extend the uh, trial, so I appreciate it. So. Thank you uh, so much for coming on the show. I really appreciate you taking the time and letting our audience know about what you guys do. What's really funny is um, just by chance, somebody was asking about uh, handling legal clients in my Facebook group, which is, uh, um, I mean, it has kind of everybody, but the majority of the, the active, really active members are accounting professionals. And I was like, oh, hey, you got to make sure you listen to the show this week because we happen to have um, – Jonathan Fishman coming on from Lean Loss. So I appreciate you taking the time. Um, Richard, uh, I want to say thanks for um, co-hosting. Um, next week, Woody will be back and we'll be talking. Uh, we don't really have any guests, so it, we'll probably just be talking about um, some updates. I know I want to talk about the QBOA practice manager and some of the updates that have already been added to it since it was released. Um, the 29th, we will have no show because it's the fifth Thursday of the month. We don't ever do a show on the fifth Thursday. Uh, and then uh, we have Karen from Nullify, who's going to be on July 6th, and he's going to be talking. Yeah, so he's going to be talking about the new integration with that Nullify and Clockshark has that uh, I found out about scaling and height. So. Again, Jonathan, uh, thank you very much. Richard, thank you to everybody who's listening. I really appreciate you guys, uh, your support. Um, hopefully we'll, uh, we'll hear you or we'll see you or whatever next week uh, for our show. And Woody will be back. Thank you, Stacy. Thanks, Richard. Thank you. Thanks, Stacy. Oh, I just have Anything one more else thing. Anything else you want right? to say? Yeah, yeah. Um... Bye, Stacy. <laughs> See you, buddy. Goodbye. <laughs>